Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1. The podcast where we watch the first episode of three TV shows and help you decide what's worth watching. Today we're going to discuss The Last of Us, Extraordinary, and Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street. But first, what have you guys been watching lately? Uh, So my trashy, not trashy, my lovely reality show Below Deck has a new spinoff, Below Deck Adventure, that... I am really loving so far. It's a <laughs> it's a it's a yacht in Norway, so it's not like the crazy like drunken beaches. It's mainly people who are going to go like zip lining or ice fishing and all of these like more adventure. It's really just below deck, and then they go on one excursion per episode. <laughs> it's a different a different cast though. Different yes. ship crew. Okay. Yeah, different ship, different captain, which I like because I've been getting burned out on one of the captains. Yeah, different, completely different crew. Mm-hmm. Cool. In the reality TV vein, I've been watching Singles Inferno. Or actually, I just finished season two of Singles Inferno. What is that? <laughs> I think I talked about season one on here way back uh, when. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, Korean dating show. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I watch it with the English dub on. But it's just, um, it's, it's nice because it's not, it's not like your American dating show where it's all like, hooking up and like they they barely they hold hands at the end if they leave together (laughs) oh my gosh that's so cute so it's very it's like very uh it's it feels very genuine Mm. um Mm. but and i just find it culturally interesting and it's an entertaining show they have people they have them do these challenges on the beach that are like mud wrestling and stuff it's it's very bizarre but <laughs> really recommend if you need a good show to have on in the background while you're doing something else i love it man we after white lotus ended there was nothing we were really excited to watch so we've been re-watching all of lost and um made me realize i don't think i've ever loved a show as much as this one like is there any show as good as lost <laughs> Like every episode ends with excitement. There's so many backstories, so many characters. The chemistry between them all is amazing. It's just, it's making me, it makes me so happy. Have you gotten to season three yet? No, we're still (laughs) in season one, which is the best one. (laughs) And we might just stop there. We might stop after season two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when a bunch of people, yeah, dropped off and just nothing happened for an entire yeah. season. <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> um we've been watching the third season of his dark materials mm. um, we did the first episode of that way back yeah and i am really enjoying it i think we have two episodes left this will be the final season of the series oh. um, but it it's very well done they're long episodes but it's good I, I like it. We tried to watch the um, Fleischman is in trouble. Did anyone else? Mm, no. Uh, mm-hmm. It was not good. <laughs> it really, really struggled for me. It was advertised so heavily on social media. Yeah. They compensating for something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like a, a struggle to watch. It was like two just kind of miserable characters the whole time. So we got like two episodes in and we're like, no more, no more of this. Um, but I've been watching a lot of movies. That was one of my goals for 2023 speaking. We were talking about movie pass before this and you know, it, it was so wonderful. But then when it ended, 
I stopped going to the movies for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love movies and I wanted to watch more. So we watched uh, Emily the Criminal, White Noise, Banshees of Insurance. So many good movies out right now. They're How was Emily really good? That's on our. I liked it. I watched maybe a quarter and I had to stop watching. Really? I this is partially just I s- didn't read the description. Maybe I I was thinking it was more comedy about mm. being a criminal and mm. like an antihero kind of story. Was the Aubrey Plaza factor tricked you? Yep. yep. Yeah, and it's just super stressful, and it just highlights how people bad people take advantage of people in bad situations or people trying to like claw their way out of poverty and yep yep but it's good i liked it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i enjoyed it the whole way through it was very good um yeah there's lots of good things out right now and a lot of them are like on streaming services so um the third season of dairy girls yet yeah no i I haven't part of it that's I, I'm the third and final season of Dairy Girls. Wait, third is the final? Yeah. Oh, sad. Oh. More. Apparently, um, we read that it's because in British television, it's a lot more common to just have a single writer throughout an entire series. So when the writer's kind of done with it, it's very rare that they pass it off. Interesting. Uh, I, I always thought knew that British that, shows like Nicola Lawlin was getting too big or something. <laughs> they weren't going to mm-hmm. be able to get that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they've already seen like I, I think they're trying to work around her schedule because certain episodes she'll just be gone. Um, yeah, she was on the phone. She was on the phone for one episode entirely. Yes. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? The main girl? Uh, the girl um, who was also on um, the Bridgerton. On uh, Bridgerton. Got it. Got it. Okay. She's not, not Michelle, but what's her name? The one that always says Michelle. Yeah. I can, I can hear her saying Michelle, but I'm not sure what her character's name is. Claire. Claire, Claire yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. The third season, I think it felt a little rushed to getting to the end point that they mm. wanted to be to me. Especially like the last three episodes that were like big time jumps and stuff. And I was like, it just made me want... I wish there was mm. more. Like, I didn't want it to end. I was like, oh, uh-huh. they could have done so much more. They didn't have to jump so many years. They could have had mm. more seasons. Yeah. Interesting. But, mm. like, I, I haven't gotten to time jumps that. yet. And so far I'm loving it. Sorry, what? <laughs> I have not gotten to the time jumps. Oh. But but so far I'm I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <clears throat> the episodes that I've seen so far, at least I think Dairy Girls. Has has done a really good job where like I've loved every season for different reasons, mm-hmm. and they they do a good job of, of evolving, and we got to see one of the Dairy Girls people this week. I know, I know, which was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Amy, in your quest for movies, have you watched Bullet Train with uh, Brad Pitt? Yeah, I haven't, but I'm very anti Brad Pitt these days, so. If- I'll only watch it if it's really good. <laughs> so I I was expect so um we watched it when we were at home with my family and I was kind of like, ugh, another stupid action movie. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. Hmm. I I really enjoyed it. It was like it's okay. kind of like popcorn, but um it's very good. But it might hmm. be that it's in that vein of like uh 
Mission Impossible's a little bit, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, which you love. <laughs> <My Achilles. laughs> um, I thought it was it was really good, very well done, and, and like just an enjoyable movie. It was a movie that I would have enjoyed. That I think would have been really fun to see, like in a theater. In theaters, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you guys dived into or dove and into uh, Kaleidoscope yet? No. Oh, what's that? It's it's a it's a really strange one where Netflix has done lots of calculations, and every single person want every single person. Um, you get a different spit out of the order of the episodes. Yeah. Um, so each episode is named a color, and everyone gets like a different order they're not there's not like an episode on episode two everyone gets a different order it all still works as long as you watch like i think the same one has to be last every time yeah white the episode called white has to be the very end but uh it's so far i've watched a couple episodes and so far it's really good i found (laughs) i think the video that you shared that Mm -hmm. um the guy kind of goes over his yeah he, he goes over his order that he watched then and then also vox did an article on how they wish mm. they had watched it. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm following the Vox uh, timeline so far. And yeah, so far I really like it. It does, it jumps around in time a lot. Mm. Um, Is it like a whodunit? No, it's more of like a heist movie so far. So <laughs> right now, the way that I'm watching it, they're building the team. I have heard if you watch it in different orders, like obviously it, it changes how how you view it because some of the, like it spans 25 years. So all of it is kind of centered on if it was before or after the heist. So I have not seen any episodes after the heist so far, but uh, I know like you time-wise, you do end up seeing episodes that chronologically are after the heist before the finale. Oh, cool. So I want to watch it. it. It's, a, it it's just a interesting. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I like so far like, how difficult it must be to make something like that. Yeah, right. yeah. I appreciate that creativity. Right. Like, there's literally over, I, I saw the statistics that there's over, like, 5,000 combinations. Wow. Um, and this really is a show where, like, it completely changes what the show is, the order that you see it in. Hmm. Um because it, it ultimately like it really just changes the character's motivations if you yeah, see, yeah. if you see certain actions before other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly so that would not fit into our podcast structure. Right. No. <laughs> we would have to agree on the same first episode, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which would All be right. spoilers so, for other yeah, people. Right. <laughs> Should we get into The Last of Us? Yeah. All right. So The Last of Us is on HBO. The first episode is like a whopping hour and a half. It's Ooh, just long. Like it's long. A movie followed by a TV show. <laughs> um, it looks like episodes range from like 46 to 81 minutes long. So I'm guessing that 81 minutes was the first episode and hopefully the, all the rest are shorter than that. Hmm. I don't, that doesn't make sense. Are they not including the first episode in that? Because the first episode was 90 minutes. Wasn't it? Right? I, I was like, 81? Maybe <laughs> the credits or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta update. Put the edit into Wikipedia on that one. <laughs> um, so it's uh, based on the 2013 video game of the same name. 
that came out for PS3. And it is a post-apocalyptic action drama um, about a world post uh, a violent fungal infection. <laughs> and <laughs> it's starring Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, who Pedro Pascal is in everything these days. These days, yep. And Bella Ramsey, uh, you might remember her from Game of Thrones. She yeah. was the the little wolf queen. Um, we stole every scene she was in. <laughs> yes, exactly. And basically, off beyond that, it's your it's your typical apocalypse, post apocalypse show. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, I don't know. I'm kind of at the point where if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I f- I felt like this one was different in that. Well, maybe I'm comparing it more to like the zombie movie or like zombie genre um but i really liked that it like jumped ahead it wasn't just like all these people trying to survive like kind of jumped ahead to where there's like a fascist government and these rebel groups and like all these different motivations and so it's more about that dynamic and then the world is sort of in the background yeah it's not gonna be of immediate aftermath that it's like okay we know chaos happened now Mm -hmm. This is this is what's become of the world. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised at how long they stayed in the aftermath, though, because no, I feel like most like post-apocalyptic or whatever, we get like five minutes of here's the chaos, and this was a like I don't think that we did the time jump until like forty-five minutes in, maybe. Yeah, they definitely built things up. Mm-hmm. That's that true. Makes so much more sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought this was an hour long. Like I love I and was really? enjoying it the whole way through. Mm-hmm. I needed it is some really well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I think part of part of it for me is this I don't enjoy this genre as much. Um mm. especially like post pandemic, I think. Mm. But I think before like there was kind of like, oh, this is enjoyable because this is this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> Now I feel like I watch it, watch these things, and I'm like, well, this could happen. Like, <laughs> this isn't out of the realm of possibility now. And we yeah. know how, like, I think, too, pre-pandemic, you thought, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we would figure it out. People people would do the right thing. But mm-hmm. now we know that they won't. And that <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is entirely possible, that the world will just crumble and become this, yeah, fascist government takeover. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but it was it was a very well made show, and uh-huh, I, yeah, for sure. And, um, especially in the footage where they were uh, in the truck, it mm-hmm. was. You could definitely see like the elements of uh, like being in a video game, right? Yes, that makes yep. so much sense now that you say it's based yeah. off of a video game, video game because I I I thought that especially yeah the truck scenes. I was like, this is the, this is a video game. Like yeah. in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just like the camera filters they used as well felt yeah. like you're in a, a very well-made video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'll be watching all of it. But I also do love this. This reminded me more of like Station Eleven than The Walking Dead. And yeah. well, um, it's man with young girl having mm-hmm. to. Uh, yeah yep <laughs> going an adventure across a post-apocalyptic world yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
I definitely was more interested in the second half, the post-apocalyptic part yeah, more than same. the zombie part. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Same. I thought it had um, a little bit of a struggle with the transition from the pre to post because it mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I stopped, I had to pause it for a moment and I was like, did I miss something? Like, I'm really not understanding what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And by the end, I understood, but I think I might have given up even at that point if I was mm. just by myself even or didn't have to finish it all because I was like, wait, what happened? What are they talking about? What? What's yeah, going- that's such an HBO thing. Like they, they're like refuse to hold your hand. It's like, we're jumping. <laughs> you got to be along for this ride. We'll explain things. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think that it be- Sorry, you aren't familiar with the source material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're only rewarding people who know the source material. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think it needs to be an hour and a half. I think if you're a fan of the video game, you would really, really enjoy this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Agreed. I I feel like it was a good first episode that I'm never going to come back to. (laughs) Oh, wow. Really? Guys. It's not that I disliked it. It's just... I don't yeah. think that I would be drawn back to it. Mm, yeah, mm. I know Joe wants to watch the rest of it, so I'm sure I'm sure watching it because of that. But yeah, we'll see. Did I've Joe heard it only game? gets better too. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, he hasn't played the game. He said he had watched people back when it came out on Twitch playing the game. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. All right, should we move on to? Um, Okay, guys, I have to admit, is it extraordinary or extraordinary? I say it extraordinary. That's what I did, too. Okay, good. Because um, then I was thinking about it, and I was like, they could do both. Mm-hmm. The British way of that word? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so this is a very, very quirky, very fun, very different take on the superhero genre um and it is set in a very interesting world in which everyone develops a fun superpower when they turn 18 a fun or not so fun superpower when they turn 18 (laughs) Um, it's set on hulu it's a british show and um there's eight episodes now and it's already been renewed for a second season um and it stars this, or it uh, follows the main character who is one of the few who has not developed the superpower. And she's kind of this uh, very insecure about it. Everyone kind of pities her. She can't really get a job or date a good human. <laughs> um, and uh, so it kind of sets her up to be this, like, this begrudged human trying to figure out how to get her superpower. Um, I I was watching it and thinking this is very like Dairy Girl, Dairy Girls meets the boys meets Fleabag because it's pretty filthy um, <laughs> and very a lot of the jokes are very dumb but I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. What were your your thoughts? It was so I hadn't heard of this show at mm-hmm. all and I read the description and I I I actually expected it to be more of like a high school level mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. description. Yeah, but it was not that. No, nope. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was, it was just so fun. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so different. Uh, if you get too bogged down, I think in the uh, like science of 
people with super all these people with different superpowers i think you would not be able to enjoy this you have to be able yeah. to just let go of that and just mm-hmm. take it for like the fun yep. that it is yeah um because joe is sitting here the whole time being like like I can see into the future. Why isn't he like playing the stock market? And I was like, that's not what the show is about. (laughs) (laughs) He also can't that far. He mentions at one point that he only has a certain parameter of control. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I equally loved this. I I did have that point early in the show. They kind of show the sky and there's quite a few people flying around. Mm -hmm. And I did have a thought of like, Ooh, how would air traffic control work? And like, like nope, nope, this is not the kind of show where we think yeah. about that. <laughs> yep, exactly. And imagine how boring it would be if it did. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no. I, I also loved this. I yeah, it's so fun. To watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was watching. I was like, is are there any is there any crossover with Dare Girls? Because I mean, it has some of the same one of the same characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not this the woman who wrote it was in film school when she wrote it which is amazing to me well the uh, um the nun at the mm-hmm. yeah she's her mother yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was like well maybe that like british northern ireland uh pool is just small <laughs> <laughs> of actresses so uh and i i couldn't tell where it was set was it ireland when I looked it up, it, it said it was the UK, but it doesn't mention where. And it didn't look like London to me. Um, yeah. I think it's somewhere like like Manchester or like okay. one of those weird accented places. Yeah, because I, I was like, everyone has accents, but I'm not, they're like not heavy Irish accents, but also not. Mm-hmm. And they're all a little different. <laughs> right. So. And the mom talks about yeah. immigrating at one point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I didn't know, but. Um, it's so funny. There are so many good quotable lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. uh, so I'm excited to keep watching this and see what other weird superhero powers exist um, and see yeah. if. Yeah. It's, and it's like, what a neat concept. They're instead using like the superhero powers as like a way to push um, into like people's personalities and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. get more like depth to characters rather than make it like a fighting type of thing. Yeah. 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 It's very much not about like the world. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. In a sense, it, it reminded me a little bit of the original 4,400, not the one <laughs> revamped one that we watched, but the original one delved mm. in more because I was, everybody within the 4,400 had powers. Mm. And so it kind of delved into the particulars of what it is actually like. Like there was a guy who, could read people's thoughts and was like borderline needed to commit himself. Um, wow. Yeah. That sounds terrible because it, because it drove him crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it dealt with like more like the, the real life ramifications of what it would be like to have these kind of strange superpowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one deals with it in more of like a comedic way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever watch the rest of that show, Allie? The rebooted 4,400? I did. I think it only got can- it got canceled after only like one season or so. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah was not good as the original. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like we'll be continuing. Yeah, it's easy. There's only like there are only like thirty minute episodes, and there's eight episodes, so mm-hmm. it's gonna fly by. <laughs> yeah. Delightful. The way yeah, that they delightful. also I, I also enjoyed the way that they told a story too because. The way that at least this first episode is structured, there was kind of like little 
reveals at the mm-hmm. end of the episode. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I like shows that give you little breadcrumbs. Yep. And like, yep. here's yeah. little uh, reveals as we go along. Yes. And it's also lots of little subplots same. too. Yeah. And it hits that same heavy tone that Fleabag hits where mm-hmm. it's like heavy yep. but also light. There's depth. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that was one of my favorite pieces. I won't rant, but towards the end of the episode, it like, <laughs> yeah. you across the face. I yeah. Yeah. Yep. that coming in a lot. I was like, well, <laughs> of course, but so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, on to very, very different note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, made off the monster of Wall Street. Uh, this is a docu series that premiered um, earlier this year in 2023 on Netflix. Um, follows the rise and fall of Bernie Madoff, um, who everyone might remember um, was a, a big old fraudster and stole, <laughs> lot, stole lots of people's money uh, right around the time of the um, bank crisis. And uh, yeah, I, I think I was hoping for something else with this show. I think I was hoping for more of a takedown of him. And this was more, let's understand the man, like, let's understand the history of Bernie Madoff. And I, I don't I don't really care to empathize with him. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm imagining that that was the setup. Yeah, that was the setup. And then it will continue. I th- actually thought it was very interesting mm-hmm. to like see his history of like during one crisis he was like thought of as like this hero who like worked with the government worked with Mm -hmm. like the people to kind of save the day and then he had like a 180 but um no i mean i agree i i don't know what i snoozed more my alarm this morning or the show (laughs) (laughs) i i did not enjoy the um kind of like cheesy reenactments it's always my struggle in these kinds of documentaries where it's just like I get so lost in thinking about them filming this and how bored they must have been because there's like no talking. It's just like pointing at a screen. <laughs> yeah, walk through here and walk around yeah. your office, smoke a cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think a lot of, um, so a lot of people at work have watched this and the biggest question mm-hmm. is always like, how did somebody how did he get away with this for so long because there are so many yeah. rules that you have to follow um mm. in financial advisory that mm. it is um it's like you look at it and you're like how did this even happen so i think mm. that's kind of the angle that this show is taking it's it was showing yeah. you how this happened so i think right. yeah. I, so, I, so i definitely don't think they were sympathizing with him or getting you to mm-hmm. trying to empathize with him in the first episode. I think they're trying to show you like, this is how it, how something like this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which that part was, was a little interesting. It caused me to yell at the screen a lot about how like <laughs> that the, I, I had no idea yet that he was so trusted in the eighties, yeah. nineties. Um, yeah. And that he wasn't the whole series, I think, is that he just he got people to trust him. And it was like a thing that was like, oh, well, my rich friend is doing this, so I'm going to do it, too. Um, And it it just kind of shows you how something like that happens. If people don't do their due diligence, then. Yeah. And I'm curious. leave, Leave others. 
I'm curious, Jen, if your like if your work has the any insight into whether or not it's hard now. It'd be hard now to get away with it, but it wasn't so so hard to get away with it like pre two thousand eight, pre like SEC. <laughs> yeah, well, I think rules. it's probably. I think it's a reason why there's a lot of the rules there are now. Today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not that those rules didn't exist then, either. Okay. So it's really like people just thought he was doing the right thing. Like he was asked mm -hmm. to be a part of the SEC, the yeah, rulemaking yeah. body. Like it's crazy yeah. to me. Even <laughs> they were just like, uh, you know, because um, like it's it's just wild the things yeah. that people yep. can people can get away with with status, right? I mean, yeah. we see that yeah. today, right? If, yep. If you yep. Have, if you have the status and the people around you and you have the money, right? Yeah. I didn't think it was interesting that, I bet they'll expand on the interviews, but they had a couple of interviews of people who had lost all of their money. And yeah. the SEC did investigate him at one point and they talked to an individual investor who said like, he, did, I, he reinvested his money after the investigation because he was like, well, this is, the U.S. government investigated him and found no wrongdoing. Yeah. So, so I, okay. yeah, like wow. I, I felt like I should trust him. Mm -hmm. Wow. And they and he was able to pin it on those other those other guys, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it wasn't that he did anything wrong? It was somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But um, like, I don't know if they'll get to it later in the documentary, but I've heard too that uh, he he had like his. It talked a little bit about it there, where he had like the different floor that had all yeah. the yeah. stuff and like that's where he wouldn't allow his sons to go to that floor mm. like um so like he knew mm. he was doing something bad yeah. And, yeah um that was the previous scripted show that more centered on ruth i think dealt with that yeah. he he really protected like the people that he mm. loved he really made sure that they knew absolutely nothing about it mm. yeah which is so fascinating Mm -hmm. people yeah. are interesting man yeah i just i just wish it was a different format i would have liked to just had more interviews and um i don't know, maybe a little more like uh mcmillions kind That's, of layout I was, maybe I was even thinking, the, yeah. mm -hmm. like the like i don't know that they're able to talk about it or stuff but even like the people who you know were like investigating him and things to hear them be like oh well you know yeah. we we looked at it and this is what it was. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, it was just, I was like, on all these cheesy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think so what crazy. saved, what saved McMillions was that I forget his name, but the vivacious <laughs> agent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there, there was no, like all None the of that. agents were stereotypical agents where they were like, and then we busted him. Yeah. <laughs> they had no personality. <laughs> so i don't know part part of me is like i want to watch the rest just to uh learn about it i guess yeah, but yeah. another but i also don't want to i'd much <laughs> rather listen to it as a podcast and like while i'm yeah. doing the dishes yeah. yeah 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 i don't need to watch the uh i don't need it reenacted for me no. I just, yeah I no. just want to hear i want to hear the tale right mm -hmm. Yeah. How many episodes are there, Allie? Do you know? Um, I think there were eight or six. Six or eight. Oh, I that's a lot. Earlier. Yeah, there were a lot when I looked it up. 
Am I wrong about that? <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh wait, I was wrong. Only... It's only four. Four, yeah, yeah four. Yeah. Four, okay. This okay. is the shortest one. The other ones uh, are closer to an hour, and then the family is 77 minutes. Um, but yeah, only... That's wow. not bad. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Four okay. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can double speed it on a podcast, preferably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, can you double speed Netflix? Was that one of those things actually, you that can uh, Jed Apatow was angry about, right? You, you can, which I do think is absurd, except in this case. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is the case where that would work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can never. I'm one of the weirdos that can never do double speed. It like it oh, gives really? me, oh, man. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do double speed when I'm listening to podcasts, but I do. I double speed on like work trainings. <laughs> <laughs> And I double speed podcasts and you go, you go back to one and it, it sounds like people are drunk. They're so <laughs> talking so slow. <laughs> no patience for them. <laughs> I have shifted more a little bit to, uh, uh, to audiobooks or more just like scripted yeah. style podcasts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same. I felt, I always never wanted to listen to them. I was like, no, that's something I'll read, but I actually find it easier to follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. I think time-wise, too, it's just harder to find a time to, like, sit with a book. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, is that all for today? I believe so. Okay. Well, as always, if you have anything to say to us, you can reach out on Instagram at S1E1Podcast, or you can send us an email at S1E1Podcast at gmail.com. And always a shout-out to our music maker at Metamither. And we hope to get back to you guys soon. We'll see how regular we are. We'll try. Because <laughs> 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 you humans. Yeah. <laughs>